So hello ladies, Reena Saxena from 5E Females here. Healing is what we all desperately need as COVID rights tales of destructions across the globe. And it's not necessary that we suffer from the disease. Almost all of us need it at a mental and emotional level because of the suffering that we may be going through or we see people around us going through. I sometimes wonder if the children who are below seven years of age today will grow up with a fear of exposure, a fear of open spaces, or the unfortunate ones who are dying with low oxygen be reborn with claustrophobia in their future lifetimes. The damage that this once in a hundred year event can cause will go a long time. And it might take a specialist or a very special kind of therapists to erase the negative effects of this from our psyche. Dorit Carlson is a hypnotherapist from Norway who also happens to be the co-founder of 5D Females. This week, I happened to see a live session by her on Zoom. What impressed me most was that she does not target people or circumstances. She is just addressing that limiting feeling inside us. And somehow she manages to delete it in a way that we emerge a more wholesome being. Well, I'm not a specialist on the subject, but let's hear it from the hypnotherapist herself. Give me a moment to share the screen. And here we go with Dorit Carlson and what she has to say about hypnotherapy. How exactly does hypnotherapy work? How exactly does it access the subconscious part of the brain? I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. okay. um, it's really easy. Um, <laughs> via the medias. So we've got the impression that hypnos hypnosis is um, very like, ta-da, and, and people are acting like monkeys or, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's not that at all. Um, it's just, um, how can I put this? You, you enter to the back of your mind or, or you feel that you are uh, closing your eyes and you're going inside to your happy place to, to call it that. And, and I'm, I'm the guide and I'm just asking questions. Um, and people are answering the first thing that comes to their mind. And, and from that, I'm, I'm picking what's important and guiding them to find the root of what actually is their problem. And when we find it, we actually um, communicate with it. Sounds weird, but it's really, really awesome. <laughs> and we can communicate with it. Um, the client can get a lot of great um, information from it. Uh, even get like advice on, on um, what to do, how to proceed. Um, we can acknowledge it and we can integrate that into the subconscious, the new stuff that we make. Well, this was your hypnotherapy. Now, hear what she has to say how about exactly this past life 
therapy for phobias. Here we go. I had a client that was afraid of boats and tunnels, um, afraid of the dark, um, afraid of small spaces, dark rooms and, and things like that. So um, via um, just like a guided meditation, I got her to, to relax and to calm down and to not think about the things that were going on around her or think about anything. She was just there and following my voice. And that's how she got into the subconscious. And um, I asked her when she was thinking about that feeling, that fright, that horror of being in a tunnel or, or being on a boat and, and being locked, um, where do you feel that in your body? And she said she felt it here in her chest. It was like a like a pain in her chest every time she she was thinking about, oh, I have to go through a tunnel. And she's like, <gasps> you know. And normally we would just think, oh, that's anxiety, and it's just that you can't breathe. But when when I asked my clients, I said, well, has it got any shape or any color? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like um like a tornado. It looks like a like a huge black tornado that's swirling around in my chest, and and we actually um, talked to it and and said, hey, why why are you there? What, why did you come? And how, when did you come to her the first time? And a lot of stuff like that. And she discovered, I'm gonna sound like a lunatic, I know. Uh, she's she discovered that um, she actually was working in a mine in her prior life she was a man and the way she realized that was she she said oh um i'm looking down i'm seeing my feet i have big black shoes on i have a big baggy uh, trousers on uh, and i'm dirty i have big dirty man hands and i said where are you well it's dark everywhere and i'm in a tunnel and, and a lot of stuff like that you know uh, so we started talking and said who are you and he says uh, his name was Andre and um, he was working in a mine and, and he had actually been trapped in the mine because of a, of a um, like a, a landslide or something. Yeah, so that's why she was afraid of being in tunnels because he had been uh, hurt inside of the mine. So when she realized that it wasn't her terror, it wasn't something that she had experienced in her childhood that had given her this fear it was a memory that was from from a relative from many 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 years ago because our body can actually store memories in our dna that's how we survive that's how we evolve there are many things that happen in our childhood it's not necessarily I had a from client. our past life and that becomes your inner critic. Now see how wonderfully Dorit deals with the subject. See what she has to say about it. Don't let your inner voice keep you from happiness. It's just a tape recorder and it can be altered. Welcome to yourbrilliance.com. I'm your host, Amy Waterman. 
So do you have a little voice inside your head that says things like, oh, you should be skinnier. Oh, why did you say that? Your house is such a mess. Why haven't you achieved more? Like at your age? Well, I have that voice. <laughs> I think a lot of us do. Even though we know that that critical voice isn't really helping us, we still listen to it because, you know, maybe it's right. Maybe we do need to lose weight. Maybe we do need to watch what we say. Maybe we need to put down our phone and pick up a mop. But our guest for today, Doric Carlson, wants us to break that spell. We need to stop listening to our inner critic and start listening to our inner cheerleader instead. Dorit is the founder and transformational coach at Dorit Carlson Heart Guide in Norway. She's a certified leadership by heart coach and Ericksonian hypnotherapy practitioner. She helps women struggling with confidence, self-esteem, uh, self-image to eliminate those negative voices inside so that they can find their core strength and full potential to achieve happiness and success. Welcome, Dorit. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. Oh, well, this is, so this is actually a personal topic for me because I have that little voice inside and I want to know, does everybody have those little voices inside that are constantly nagging at us or is it just like me? <laughs> no, more or less. We, we all have them. Um, some of us have them all the time. Um, the negative ones, they are dominating and they are pushing us down, they are just uh, tearing us apart and, and making us feel less um, less than good enough, you know, they, we are not even worth anything, we can't even do that, we can't, we're not, um, we're not good enough, simply. Um, but the, the positive ones, if we can, if we can um, encourage those to come around, then we can achieve so much more and life will change color. <laughs> well, one of the things though, so I will give props to my critical inner voice. Sometimes I think it does help me out because it says things like, oh, you know, don't be a slob, get off the sofa and do something. And I guess, you know, it pushes me. So maybe that critical inner voice is, is kind of on our side. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, the, the inner voice is actually trying to, to keep us safe. Um, from, from the beginning of time when, when man started to walk the earth, um, we have those little voices that were telling us to um, to do stuff, to move, to to keep it clean around where we live, and to to take a bath and not just sit there and little stuff like that that we take for granted today. But but for them it was like hygiene, it was survival, it was um, it was the way of life. So we still have those. So it's a survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. Wow. So one of the things I sometimes think about is that inner voice talks to us in our own voice. And it sounds kind of like maybe the voice of our mother or maybe the voice of our conscience. So where, where did it come from? It actually comes from our childhood. Um, from we are within the womb, in the tri third trimester, um, up till the age of seven years old, we are little walking tape recorders. We actually record everything that's being said to us and around us. So if, for instance, our parents are uh, arguing about money or uh, something of that sort, arguing about money is, is kind of a, a normal topic, um, then you will get a negative impression about money. 
because that leads to negative emotions. You, you see it and you feel it, that money is negative. And, and that will affect you for the rest of your life. Um, maybe you earn a lot of money, but you will spend them just as fast because money is negative. Money is not something that you want to keep holding on to. So you find subconsciously we, we make decisions to get rid of things. We, we, we are wired to make like a status quo. So um, our subconscious is trying to, um, to, make, to make it right, if you know what I mean, to make our, our outside uh, coherent with our inside. So after we are seven years old and, and we, are, um, we don't learn those programs, and actually up till seven, we are in a hypnotic, hypnotic state. So um, during that phase, we are not uh, thinking and reasoning, we are just absorbing. So that's why you hear the voices and it sounds like your mother or whatever, because it, it, might, be, it might be that. <laughs> so I have a question though. Why yes. is it that I seem to have imbibed so many of the negative messages and I don't really hear any of the positive messages that I must have heard as a kid? Yeah. Um, well, it's the negative ones that are the most powerful and they grow because we feed them. If you know, um, we feed them by doing as they say. So, um, if you listen to the to the negative voices and you and you give give in to them, you will give them right, and they will grow. Wow! Yeah. So when my inner voice says you're being such a slob, get up and do something, I should just ignore it. <laughs> no, because that's a positive one. <laughs> but the one that is saying, "Oh no, you don't." today you're not beautiful today uh, you should go and, and uh, do something with your hair or change clothes or uh, you can't go out looking like that that one you should just like okay i want to know <laughs> then i want to know the difference how do we distinguish between the voices that are telling us stuff because we need to hear it and the voices that are telling us stuff that's just sabotaging us well if you if you hear the, hear your voice um, try feeling what it what it wants. Why why is it here? What does it want you to do? Does it want you to get up and mop the floor? Well, that's a positive thing. You will be moving. You will be in activity. You will like exercise in a way, and it will get clean. You will have a, a, a healthy and hygienic and clean um, home. So that's a positive thing. But if it tells you that don't apply to that school. You're never going to finish it anyway. You, you can't have that job because you've never worked with that before. When it keeps telling us stuff like that, then it's preventing us from, from growing, from expanding, from fin finding our full potential and, and our happiness. And I really resonate with that because what I think the voice is trying to do when it says, don't apply for that job, you know, you're not going to be qualified or, you know, you just got to accept that you're getting old and you're not going to look the same as you did. I tend to think that that voice is trying to keep me safe by telling me to lower my expectations. And so it actually is trying to keep me so that I don't take a risk that I might fail. So yeah. maybe it's kind of good. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, to, to stay where we are, is the safest so our mind will always try to keep us where we are 
but it is not dangerous to try for the school that you really want to go to but you feel is a bit above your level it's not dangerous and it's not dangerous to, to apply to a job that you have never worked before but you really 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 want to learn you know so it's about getting those out of the way and and be able to to do that to feel confident and to feel that hey that's the voice of my mom you know that's the voice of my teacher in first grade that said you're never going to be a writer or whatever <laughs> yeah so do you think it actually helps to try and trace back those voices to where we originally learned them in the first place mm -hmm. um what i do in my um therapy sessions within my coaching is that I lead them, the client back um, through a kind of a hypnotic state and call it synchronicity. As I shared the video with you, the words that flash on the screen of my phone here are to figure out what's going on in the garden. Sometimes you have to uproot everything and take a look at the soil. Very much the same thing that Dorit has been trying to tell us for the last 20 minutes or so. So whatever is happening in your life, in whichever geography or space you are, physically, mentally, emotionally, just think this phase will not last forever. This too shall pass. Hit on the subscribe button on YouTube, wherever you are watching this session. Like and share and comment on social media for further updates. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next session where we again bring someone to share their experience or expertise with you.